It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. Hey, what is up, Punk Rock Classrooms? It is Mike here, one half of the dynamic duo of Punk Rock Classrooms. And uh, I'm dropping you a reflection today, Punk Rock Reflection. And, you know, I I want to talk about, you know, there's, there's all this talk, um, and it's been for a while, about self-care and taking care of ourselves and, you know... Um, what educators are expected to do for their self-care and it gets a lot of criticism because you know a lot of the people telling educators to take care of themselves are the same ones just putting more and more expectations and just like stress on on us um so it's kind of hard you know it's like okay you want me to take care of myself but then at the same time you're throwing all of these extra things on my plate. Now, we need to find that time. Josh and I have talked about it in, a, in, in an episode. I think it was even season one. You know, what's your punk? You know, you got to find that thing for you just to kind of detach from just the everyday, you know, stresses of life. You know, some people's running, someone's gardening, and we need to continue to do that. But I've been thinking a lot in one form of self-care that we all can do is setting boundaries. We need to have boundaries set. And I just want to talk about a few that have, you know, kind of come to my mind just recently and especially with this school year. You know, number 1, I don't care what your role in education is. If you are a teacher, an administrator, superintendent, paraprofessional, we all need to set those boundaries between work and our personal lives, our home life. We have to. There's too many educators I've found, and not even just administrators, but just educators in general who never kind of put that wall up or shut the door and say, okay, now school is done. I'm focusing on family or I'm going to focus on what I'm doing at home. You know, over the summer, I was told, you know, take your work email off your phone. And I I didn't take it off. I turned the notifications off because we need that separation, especially this year. There's just so much going on that we need to detach from it. Not, and that, that doesn't make us a bad educator to say, I'm not on 24-7. You know, for me, as a building leader, this has been one of the most overwhelming, exhausting, stressful school years. And we're only about a quarter of, the, of, of, of it into the year. So... When I, in the past, used to keep my email on my phone and notifications and all this, like I would be constantly, you know, we're eating dinner, we're at the softball, my daughter's softball game or whatnot. I would be sitting there responding to emails or still 
essentially working because we can work from our phones now. I mean, our phones are computers, you know, and, you know, it, it's I, I didn't realize until now, like how unhealthy that really is. Um, so we need to set those boundaries. You know, I'll, I'll send out an email. Um, usually, usually, for example, here's how my boundaries work. I try to leave school by 4.30, 5 o'clock um, at the latest. Typically, I try to be, be out of there by 4.30. When I leave, I'm not opening my computer. I told you I took the notifications off my phone. I mean, if, if somebody needs me, they're going to call me. They're going to text. They're not going to email. And I don't click the Microsoft Outlook icon at all. Like, I'm, I don't want to know what's there. Like, when I'm home, like, I want my focus to be on my family. I want to just spend time with them, you know, embrace them and just you know, enjoy each other's company. Um, and then what I will do is once my kids go to bed, then I'll open up my computer. Sometimes, not even every night. There are some nights where it's just been one of those days and I say, I'm keeping this door closed. I am not touching work-related things until tomorrow morning when I walk in. And... There are times though where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get caught up on this, 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 and I'll shoot some emails out. And I've noticed sometimes I'll have staff that boom, I can't say my fingers, otherwise I would, will email me back immediately. And I, I, for some people it works, and I know some people that you feel you need that on there, but for me, I just when it's not quote unquote school hours. You know, you got to have that time to shut off. Now, I'm not saying, you know, because we all know in education, we have to put in extra hours. It's not uh, an 810 to 320 job. Like, to be an effective educator, yes, we do things on our own time. We do things out of the contractual day because we can't get everything done in a 35-minute plan period. So I, I'm not saying that you never do anything because if, if you – never do anything outside of the contractual day, you're probably not going to be making that as big of an impact if you, you know, want it as you want it to. But we do have to have boundaries where it can't be work, 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 work all day, all the time. That's what's going to cause us burnout. That's what's going to make people leave the profession that we need to know when and how to set those boundaries. So, I mean, you need to look at yourself. This is what works for me. For me, taking my notif email notifications off my phone. For me, not touching work when I am at home with my kids. Like, unless they're, you go, you know, go back to bed. Same thing with the weekends. Like, I'll do my staff and parent newsletters. Usually they're written earlier in the week. And then I let it sit. And then Sundays, if there's nothing to add, Sunday morning when I'm drinking my coffee, I will shoot the, shoot them out to the parents, shoot them out to the staff. But other than that, like I don't even go this morning. I'm recording this right now on a Sunday. This morning, I did not sit there and go through my emails 
even though it was right there in front of me, I just said, no, what I'm doing right now is I'm sending, emailing out the newsletters. And that's all I did. I closed my computer back up because it's my day, you know, with my family. And since I've started putting the boundaries between school and my home life, mentally, physically, just all around, I feel like like a release, like an escape from just the stresses we're dealing with this year. Um, so, so you got to find what works for you. You know, maybe you need that email on your phone to be in the know, to be in the loop whenever something comes out. But I recommend try taking it off. Try, try setting some times for yourself. I am not going to leave school or I'm going to leave school at this time every day. Like set that for yourself, you know, um, but you got to find what works for you. And then there's all other kinds of boundaries too. I've been thinking about this and there's just, we all have those people in our lives that drag us down, you know, the, the toxic people. And there's sometimes we can't cut them out of our life. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's, you know, I don't, a neighbor. Sometimes we can't just completely cut this person out of our life, but we can set boundaries. We can set boundaries, how we interact with them, when we see them, you know, what, what we do with them, you know, when we're in that situation, how we're going to go about it. And so find ways to set those boundaries. Um, there's all kinds of things that you may need to look at in your life and say, Hey, I need to kind of make sure we're not, um, letting this impact my well-being. So this is a short little rant for me today. Um, I just wanted to talk about boundaries, especially the work and home life boundary. <clears throat> it's going to help your overall well-being completely. It's going to make it easier to find time to do that self-care that we know you need to do. Whether it's reading, working out, writing, gardening, <clears throat> walking, whatever it is, you if you can put that boundary and know when it's your time, it's going to help you in all aspects. So I hope this one helped. I'm going to say, like I always say, it. don't know if, if this is going to speak to anyone. It spoke to me, helped me out. So hopefully it helps you. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Mike R. Earnshaw. That's Instagram and Twitter. You can follow at Punk Classrooms. You can follow at Josh R. Buckley. Um, all of those are the same for Instagram and Twitter. Check out the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. We got blogs. We got poetry. We got merch. All of the, the episodes are on there. Shout out to the Teach Better Podcast Network. Super stoked to be a part of that. Uh, check out some of the other amazing podcasts on there. I got a book out, the Educulture Cookbook. If you pick up a copy, please put a picture out on social media, tag me in it, use the hashtag Educulture Cookbook. Um, 
leave a review. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, if you're doing Sober October or you're just looking to cut back on your alcohol consumption, hit on my Twitter page. I am an athletic brewing ambassador. You can get quality non-alcoholic craft beers at a discounted rate with my code. So check it out. Um, and what have I listened to? I listened to the newest 18 Visions record, which is 1996. That's what it's called. And it's a bunch of cover songs. <clears throat> Just, it reminds me of old 18 visions when there was no clean vocals and it's just a great great record um i didn't even know it came out but that's what i'm listening to 18 visions um all right crew hope you enjoyed it and we will see you at the show i'm going for a walk This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.